Palace guards lined both sides of the throne room, standing at attention in their royal blue tunics with gold center panels, each holding in his left hand a flagstaff from which hung silks in the same colors. At the front of the hall on the marble dais, the king's elite guard formed a double arc on each side of the thrones, with Canaan, clad in the black jerkin he wore as captain of the guard, standing closest to the right side of the king's throne. The benches that had been placed in rows with a wide aisle between them were filled with opulently attired members of Hytanica's nobility. Late afternoon sunlight filtered through the high windows of the northern wall, casting a glow over the front of the hall as if extending an invitation. Except for the occasional sound of someone shifting position or a bench scraping the stone floor, the room was silent as everyone waited for the coronation ceremony to begin. Steldor and I, along with the other members of the royal family, were likewise silent. Although the antechamber provided ample seating, excitement kept us on our feet. At the opening of one of the doors leading into the throne room, we shifted simultaneously to watch Lanark, the king's herald and personal secretary, step into our midst. The priest is ready to begin, he informed us. My dark eyes briefly met Steldor's, but I saw none of the nervousness I was feeling reflected on his face. His composure surprised me, until I realized that the stress of this ceremony was probably nothing compared to the pressures he would have coped with as a field commander leading troops in battle. At the king's nod, palace guards swung the heavy double doors open, enabling my mother and father to stand side by side on the threshold. They would be preceded by heralds, one of whom bore the king's standard, another a flag embroidered with the royal family's coat of arms. My father was dressed in gold and shouldered the sovereign's robe of royal blue velvet with an ermine collar. Upon his salt and pepper hair rested the crown of the king, a diamond-embedded circlet of gold with four bejeweled crosses spaced evenly around its circumference. He carried the royal scepter in his left hand. On his right hand, he wore the king's signet ring, and the royal sword rested in the scabbard on his left hip. Atop my mother's honey-blonde hair sat the crown of the queen, a golden band to match the king's, but with a single bejeweled cross at the front. From the shoulders of her gold brocade gown swept a royal blue velvet cape. The assembled nobility rose to their feet as the trumpets sounded, and Lanark stepped forward to announce the king and queen.